Good afternoon from Southeast Asia. If you have been to England ever, you know that English is rarely spoken in England. Now there's a reason for that and I have studied that extensively. And the way this came into being, the, the way this curiosity came into being was that we do an awful lot of uh, alien encounter podcasts and we go through reports of alien stuff interactions maybe tall tales bullshit most of it <laughs> we go through them and we get quite a few reports from england and we have to go through and read the written reports directly from england and the problem is that those written reports even though they're you know they kind of looks like english it's not it's some other Morphodite, bastardized dialect of something somewhere. Now, most people don't understand what that is, but I do, and I'm going to tell you. <laughs> okay, now here's how this came into being. The reason you cannot understand English is this. Long, long time ago, I believe around the ninth or 10th century, Ninth, ninth century, I think. Um, there were a bunch of people in East Africa. All up and down, kind of all up and down the coast of East Africa. You know, in those days, there were no country, no political boundaries. But, you know, groups lived here and groups lived there. And a lot of them along the east side of Africa spoke Swahili. Um, that was a native language. And Swahili is still spoken today. <clears throat> it has survived amazingly. In fact, it, it seems to be, you know, enjoying a little bit of a resurgence. I don't know why, really, but it is. <clears throat> Whatever. That's not our focus. Um, there were a lot of, we're going to call them, what you can say, Swahilis, Swahilians. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, there's a bunch of those people speaking Swahili, okay? And as, as so happens sometimes, pretty often, well, maybe even always, you know, you got some big group of people and there's going to be some malcontents in there. And the malcontents kind of band together, form their own little cliques and groups, and they, little by little, they tend to separate themselves from the main population. So that happened in, uh, in, in the regions of those Swahili land, you know, along the eastern coast. <laughs> okay, so over a period of, I don't know, some hundreds of years, this group of malcontents who were uh, originally, you know, part of the core Swahili-speaking people, um, they became disenchanted, disen disenfranchised with the motherland, you know, their mother core tribes of people. And so they started splitting off, splitting off. And that caused some, some strife. And then some squabbles and then some battles, you know. And uh, basically, both sides are just kind of giving each other the middle claws. And if you, if you, we hate you. No, we hate you more. No, we're going to kill you. Okay, and it went like that for a couple hundred years. Okay, so finally, the, these malcontents were far outnumbered by 
the base the base core population of the Swahili people. And but they were mouthy. Oh God, they were mouthy. They're just that's rude, insolent sons of bitches. You know. So they're always mouthing off to the Swahili people. To the to, you know that, that that was the people who gave them life for God's sake. You know. Anyway, they couldn't stop the insults and they couldn't stop the mouthing off and the foul crap. And uh, it so happened that the that this the population along that eastern coast was uh, was pretty white skinned. Um, you know, they were African, but they but not all Africans. You know, they have a different all kinds of different skin tones. They're not all one skin tone. They tend to be darkish, but not not all. You know. And uh, anyway, so these uh, this group, the, the 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 core group of the Swahili's, started getting more and more pissed off at the at the malcontented Swahili's, and they started pushing them, pushing them. You know, saying, "Look, look, you don't like us. We don't like you. Just, you know, just go, just just go. Book, you know, hoof it. Come on, a little faster. Come on, just go, go, go west. You know, there's a lot. God, it's a big country. You know, go west. You can just go west. You can be left alone. And uh, you know, come on, come on, let's go. Here's your stuff. Here we come on, come on. We 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 really don't like you. You know, we we're tired of killing you. We got other things to do. You know, come on, come on, trot, trot. You can you can walk faster. Walk faster. Walk faster. Trot, trot. You know, and they got sharp sticks and they're poking them, poking them, poking them in the back, poking them in the ass. You know, go west. Okay, so the so the malcontented Swahilis, Swahilians, whatever, they they kind of sort of got the message and like, okay, okay, shit, this just isn't working out, you know. Eastern Africa is not big enough for the both of us, and, and so they started trekking, trekking west, crossed Africa. God, it was a long time. It took them, I don't know, hundred freaking years, fifty years, something like that, to get across there, and they ended up settling uh, along the western northwestern bulge of Africa, you know. The horn, sort of, and they they settled along in there, and there was other people there, and they didn't really like the, these these malcontents either. You know, they they're just troublemaking, big mouth slapping their Swahili jaw. You know, they just couldn't stop. God, they just caused trouble every place they went. Every place they went, they caused trouble. And uh, so so their lives over there in, in western northwestern Africa, they that wasn't very good either. And. Uh, one of the problems was that the, the, the original core of Swahili people, um, it, just, it, it just continued to rankle them. They could not forget the insults that had been hurled at them by the malcontented Swahili. So they just couldn't let it go. Even though this group of malcontents, you know, I don't know how many, a few hundred thousand, I suppose, I don't know, I'm not sure. Uh, even though they, they're gone, they're, they're over there in West Africa. Um, the the people from East Africa just I just couldn't let it go. They're, they're like, you know, um, let's go get them. Let's let's, 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 let's go wipe them out because we don't like them, you know. We don't want them in Africa. Let's just kill them all. Ah, yeah, that's a good idea. We got nothing better to do. Uh, you know, we we've had a a good year harvesting snake meat and stuff like that, and um, you know we're fat. We can leave the wives for. A year, you know. Let's just go get those bastards and kick their asses. Let's just kill. And so they they did. They they got they they put together their warring factions, you know, a bunch of tribes, and uh, 
they agreed upon the mission, and the mission was to go west, find where the the malcontented Swahilis, Swahilians had set up shop, and find them and see them, just slaughter them. Just make sure they don't ever come back. You know, that was kind of what they were thinking, I'm pretty sure. Just get them gone. Just, you know, into the sea, into the corn, out of sight, out of mind, gone. Okay, so that was the deal. And they trudged across all of what, of Africa. Trudged across through the swamps, through the jungles. And they got there and they, and they found them. They weren't, they weren't hard to find. I mean, they're the only people over there in all of West Africa that spoke Swahili. So all they had to do was go around and say, hey, anybody speaking some stupid shit language? And everybody, yeah, those guys, those guys, go, go, get them, get them, we don't like them. And, uh, and a bunch of those people, the locals joined in because they knew this was a, this was a big brewing battle. And uh, they wanted the Swahilis, the malcontents, they wanted them out also. So now they got a big force. They got the original Swahilis and they got the, the add-ons, you know, coming into the forces. Every mile that they marched to the west, they added more and more and more to them. And pretty soon, you know, they outnumber the malcontents by, I don't know, 20, 30, 40, 50 to 1, you know. And they cut up with the, with the core populations of them and, and they slaughtered the ones they found along the way. And nobody stopped them. They didn't care, you know. There's just a bunch of rude, insolent assholes. Just, yeah, please kill them. We'll help you. Yeah. Um, some of the wives are kind of hot. You know, you can have them. Whatever. We wouldn't give a shit. Just, you know, it'd be all the more snakes for us, you know. And uh, so there were some battles and some skirmishes in the, in the, and the big army, they met up with the, the core of the malcontented Swahili people there in West, Af West Africa. And they started to have a big battle. Um, and the malcontents, they just said, hey, wait, 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 no, 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 this is bullshit. You know, you outnumber us 30, 40, 50 to one, we're going to lose. We, we, you know, we're kind of stupid, but we know we're going to lose. And uh, the big army, they said, well, what do you, what do you propose? You know, what do you want to do here? Because, you know, he just... All, all I gotta do is I, I, I just I go like that. You're dead. You're just dead. You're just fucking dead. <laughs> Easy, you know. We won't even get scratched. And uh, the malcontents, they said, well, you know, we could kill you all if we wanted to because we're we're tough, and we got really really big mouths, you know. We can insult you right to freaking death, you know, if we wanted to. But 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. But but. But, no, no, that hurts. Stop it, stop it. I'm not finished yet. Jesus Christ, God damn it. Let me finish. But here's what we propose, assholes. What do you say we just hoof it on up north? We'll just go. Because the handwriting's on the wall here. You know, <laughs> sticks and stones can break your bones, but you know, our words will never really hurt you all that much. So we're just going to go. We're just going to go. We're not really happy here anyway. We don't like these people. They're assholes. Everybody's assholes. F them. F them. We're going to go north. And, uh, and the main force, they said, good idea. <laughs> and so they hung around, helped them pack up. You know, they took the women they liked, eat a lot of the kids because they were hungry, you know, after trudging across Africa. 
sorry, it's, it's, that's a lot, a long stinking way. And uh, I don't think the malcontents really complained all that much because they know they're going on a long, long trip to the north. They don't even know what's north. They don't even know what's up there. They just know, you know, that's one direction that's away from the Swahilis. And uh, maybe better not to have all that many kids anyway, you know. If they're under 10, you know, they can't really carry anything. They can't even catch a snake, for God's sake. Uh, you know, they're just a liability and they're a lot of trouble. And so they kind of left them behind a little bit, you know. And then, the, and then the main Swahili force would snatch them up and eat them. Nobody really cared, you know. So... Once the malcontents are gone, they're, they're gone. They're trudging north to new horizons. Okay, so the, the main force of, the, of the, uh, the original stock Swahilis, they said, okay, mission accomplished. See you. Don't freaking come back. Don't do it. Don't even think about it. And, of course, the malcontents, you know, they're just mooning them and flipping them off and shit like that as they're going north. But whatever. It's no big deal. The skin off the nose of the of the real Swahili. Okay, so the Swahilis uh, they go home, and everything's fine back in Swazi land, you know, Swahili land and like that. Everything's okay. Done. Now those bastards, those malcontents, those bastard sons of bitches, they're they're, they're gone. You know, they we don't know where they're going, but they ain't coming back here. So done deal. So now the the malcontents. They're trudging, 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 going north, going north. They, they don't know what the hell they're going to find. And I think, I can't remember the numbers. You can look it up. You can Google it. I'm thinking 200,000, something like that. 150,000, something like that. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. I forget some of the, the details, you know. Um, so they get up to uh, the northern coast, you know, and they're thinking, oh, Hell, what do we got to do now? Can't stay here. We, we try to settle here. Those bastards, those Neanderthal bastards, they're going to come and kill us. Like they did before, you know. <laughs> and so they, they learn to make some rafts and shit like that. Tie logs together and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, they paddled on across that little creek kind of a thing there between Africa and uh, Great Britain. Not a creek, it's a it's more like a river, you know. Pretty big. But they they paddled across there and I don't know what the attrition rate was. Uh it's it's hard to get really accurate stats, you know, from back then. Cause now we're talking twelve hundred, thirteen hundreds, I think, somewhere around in there. No, eleven hundred, twelve hundred, I think, in there. Uh AD. And uh, but they lost a lot of people crossing that little a little inlet, because uh, you know they they weren't sailors anyway, and you know the water up there is cold, and uh, you know the stuff got them. I guess I don't know. They get tired. They slipped off the log. Who knows? Probably had some little storm or something. I don't know. But they lost a lot of people. They probably lost. Uh, I don't know. I, from reading the historical records, I would guess twenty to thirty percent of their people just crossing that little piece of water to get to get to, to Great Britain. But anyway, they, they finally made it, and they all, you know, coagulated on the southern shores of Great Britain, and they kind of 
got their bearings and got their senses together and and they're thinking, hey, you know, it's colder than F, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's some possibilities here. It's, uh, geez, there's a lot of game. There's not really too many snakes and, you know, it's not too bad, really. It's not so jungly. Maybe we could, uh, maybe we could make a life here. And they, they ran across some locals and the, and the locals were, not too bad, you know, they, they, they didn't share any language. And so it was difficult for the locals to figure out that, they, that, that these Swahili malcontents were assholes, because it takes a while. If you can't speak their language, it takes a while to figure out they're assholes. Um, you know, anytime you go to a new culture anywhere in the world, um, and if you don't speak that language, you're not going to know who's who in those people. You're not going to know if you're dealing with good people or bad people because their, their customs and their mannerisms and their language and everything is different. So it just, it takes, it takes really seriously about 10 times as long to figure out if, if another culture, you know, what, what makes the people tick. And so that was, that was really to the benefit of the malcontents up there in the Southern Great Britain, because nobody knew they were assholes. It took them a long, long, long time to figure it out. But they wanted to see what was more to the North because there was a lot of people along the southern coast there. And they thought, ah, shit, you know. We kind of wanted to find a place of our own. So they just kept pushing north, pushing north. They didn't have to go very far. And they got into what turned out to be pretty much the center of the island of Great Britain. And now they call it England, but of course then it wasn't called anything. They probably had some Swahili name or something. I don't know. I don't really care. And uh, so they settled in there. And, and there were some locals around, but really not that many. Uh, they killed pretty much everybody they came across because that, that's the way of the Swahili malcontents, you know, they, they, they like to kill stuff. Uh, so they did. They killed, they killed a lot of people up there in, in what's now England. And, um, there was, at that time, there wasn't really too much of a really a cohesive uh, social network there. There were just stragglers, you know, there were people from, uh, from Scotland had come down a little bit south and people from Wales had come a little bit east and, you know, like that. There was a, a few Frenchy frogs hanging around and, but, but it really, you know, not a cohesive society. So it was easy just to pick them off, pick them off, pick it, you know, now I want that land. F you, kill them, stick them in the guts with a sharp stick, you know. So they, they just went around doing that. And pretty soon people learned to, to fear them because they were just illogical, irrational, violent freaking assholes. And uh, so they settled there. They settled there in central Great Britain. And they went along and people didn't really bother them too much. They figured they were way far enough away from the original core Swahili population that they'd never be bothered by them. And, you know, the, the few groups that were around them weren't really uh, pushing back too hard. And they thought, okay, this is our land. This is where we're going to live now. Um, it might have been as early as 10th century, 11th century. I can't remember exactly. It doesn't matter. It's a long, long time ago. You know, it's a thousand years. <laughs> and uh, so they were speaking Swahili, okay? 
They're speaking their bastardized slang version of Swahili. And that's one of the things that actually caused a lot of the friction between the malcontents and the, and the traditional Swahilians. Okay, that was one of the big uh, rifts that, that, that they had, was that they, nobody could understand them anymore. Um, it's like uh, even in the U.S. today, you have segments of the population who are just continually trying to make up their own language. It's not based on English, you know, it's just some other shit. That just, They lead such isolated lives in their little hoods and stuff that they, they lose track of English and they start speaking some other shit that nobody can understand except them and then they try to go get a job and they can't because nobody can understand them and, and then there's dialects within dialects and then pretty soon even those people can't understand each other and then, yeah, no, you can't do that. But anyway, the Swahili malcontents who had claimed the England area for their own, um, they just continued to bastardize that Swahili language and, until it got to the point where it was barely recognizable from Swahili, from the original Swahili. It just got worse and worse and worse. And uh, um, it was just a mess. Uh, they, they came up with so many bizarre words that they, they invented out of thin air. You know, they got weird crap. There's a, you know, they did it. Bog roll. What the hell's a bog roll? Dosh. You know, begsy. Chock-a-block. What, what the hell? What does that mean? Chock-a-block. Does that mean to rape a tiger? What the hell does that mean? Chock-a-block. What? Okay, no one knows. Only they, only they know. They're gormless and they get God swallop. No, no, no. It's cod swallop. What in God's name is that? Oh, I don't know. The... Nobody knew. So they're, so they're, uh, and, and they had this weird accent that had originally been Swahili, but then as they integrated a little bit with, you know, the Welsh and the, and the Scots and, you know, people around there, and then they had a few people from over on Snake Island, you know, Ireland like that, um, that tended to morph and change their accent a little bit. And, and those people introduced some words, and they ended up with this bizarre language that only those people, I mean, we'll call them the English now, only they could understand each other. Um, now, the Scots um, saw this developing, and they came down quite a few times and said, look, we, we can't even understand you. You know, you want to trade shit with us? You, you got to learn to speak some kind of English because we don't know what the hell, God, you're speaking. You know, it sounds like a dog with a gut ache or something. Holy crap, you know, and, and the, the, the Scottish tried to teach him English. And, and then much, much, much later, uh, you know, up in the, I don't know, 1700s, um, Americans started going over. And they were trying to, to tutor the English in English, and they were just highly resistant to it. They just didn't want to listen. They, they didn't want to learn. You know, they had their, their dialect, and they, they spoke it the way they wanted to speak it. And, you know, if, if you couldn't understand all that, just too, too, too damn bad. We, we don't care. Um, 
And so that's kind of the way it just developed like that. And now it's called British, you know. Pretty eventually, all of the Americans and the Scots and the Snake Island people and everybody else, they just gave up because they, they finally realized that they, you know those English people they're they're never going to learn English. They they got this bastardized Swahili shit that they speak, and uh, that's all there is. That's as good as it's ever going to get. And uh, so anyway, when we were doing those alien reports that came from England, we we would have to go through it, and, and I I could translate them. Pretty, pretty much, you know, like 80%, 85%, I could translate and, uh, and turn them into English that people could understand. Uh, I could do that with a written word. I couldn't do it with a spoken word. If there was audio of those reports, uh, I could understand a damn word. Might as well be speaking, uh, I don't know, you know, Swahili or something like that. <laughs> um, and that's the way it continues until today. The... Uh, the British, the English, the British, they, uh, some of them learned to speak English a little better. Uh, you got some dialects there in England that aren't even remotely close to, to the God's own English. Uh, some of them just, I don't know. If they say something like the, it's a beautiful day today. It, it, it sounds so grating on the nerves. It's fingernails on a blackboard. You just want to slap them, slap them. God, it's horrible. Uh, anyway, okay. So, now, there's not a lot of schools that teach this. Some do. So, I'm going to go ahead and suggest that, uh, you know, for any educational purposes, a school, a real bona fide certified educator can use this this little tutorial on how the British came to speak whatever the hell it is they speak. I mean, it's, it's kind of loosely based on English now because the, the Scottish and the Americans and so forth, you know, they came in and, and they tried to clean up this British language. It, it helped a little bit, you know, 10% probably it helped. If you get them to repeat something three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times, and you make them speak really slowly, and uh, sometimes you, you keep a scratch pad, and you make them spell out the word that they're trying to speak, you know, sometimes you can you can order a lunch, you know, in England. You, you, you can do that. I mean, you're not going to have any deep uh, philosophical conversations or anything like that. Unless... Well, I was going to say, unless you, unless you go learn Swahili, there are more and more people today who are learning Swahili, and I don't know why, but what the hell are they going to Swaziland? What the, I, who wants to learn Swahili? But anyway, people, more and more, they're learning it. And uh, I was going to say, if you went and learned Swahili, then you could go to England and speak with the British. But no, you can't, because the British have now deviated so far from even Swahili I mean, they made it away from Swahili, but they didn't make it all the way to English. So what's the halfway point in between? It's called British. That's where they're at. So, when you have to do business of any kind like that, you know, you, you just got to muddle through as best you can. Um, 
I am actually an English teacher. I'm not going to waste my time on the British, you know, arrogant bastards. <laughs> they don't even listen, you know. They just give you the middle claw, moon you, get back to speaking there. Shit. <laughs> I've given up. <laughs> As most have. Now, that's the story of the British language. Um, people out there in Snake Island, you know, Ireland, that's a whole different story. That's, they are not related to that at all. And then, and then oh, you got the Welsh. You know, the Scottish are one of the few that, that speak the God's own English. You know, where am I from? <laughs> um, Scottish are the God's people, okay, in every way. I don't know why they didn't come down and rout out the British. God knows they should have, but maybe someday they will, you know. Maybe I could agitate them, you know, stir them up. Oh, okay, whatever. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother video. Okay, so there you go. There, there you have it. So educational people, certified, bona fide educational people, you can use this in your classroom. And your students, <laughs> your students will learn stuff. Okay, They'll learn about the real, true history of the world and humanity. But God knows they're, they're not, they're not, God knows they're not getting the truth out of you. <laughs> That's enough. I, I can't do any more. No, no, no. Thank you very much, and good evening and good night. Holy crap. <laughs>